Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, to bring you the best in our veteran military spouse and first responder community. And Vince will introduce today's guest. Well, thank you, Enrique. First, it's heating up out there. It's heating up with our guests. I don't have my shades on or my glasses like my, my co-host and Mitch. But you know what? It's just awesome to have great guests on our show. Mitch Reed is here. He's the CEO and president of United XP Inc. from Crestview, Fort Walton Beach, Dustin area here right in Florida. Mitch, welcome to the show. Start off, tell us a little bit about you. Hey, good morning. Thank you. Yeah, so Mitch Reed, um, currently CEO and founder of United XP. Uh, we're a 501c3 charity uh, where we advance the world through gaming, education, and charity. Um, I medically retired from the Army in 2020, uh, currently serve as a government civilian for a test unit. Um, and I have a wonderful, beautiful wife and kids, a family of six, so four kiddos, uh, and a small farm LLC. So we stay pretty busy. Yeah, you were just talking about the smallness of that farm. And, and folks, it's not that small, but <laughs> he's modest, <laughs> so we'll take that. But uh, tell us a little bit more about the United XP. Sure. You know, so we started in 2018, um, and it all started really was inspired by Hurricane Michael. Um, Hurricane Michael devastated Northwest Florida. And I was actually at Fort Sill, Oklahoma at the time and still active duty. And I thought to myself, you know, I wonder if there's a way we could activate and galvanize a community to respond in, in a way that's kind of fun, uh, that's scalable. And so we decided to, you know, do a shout out on social media and say, hey, if you play games uh, with your family or people, or you just want to hang out with other like-minded folks that play games, board games, trading card games, uh, you know, tabletop, desktop, doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, just come and join us. Uh, we're going to meet these other charities at a local exchange point, uh, and we'll go out and help the community and, and fulfill the work orders that nobody else wants to fulfill, uh, and those in need especially. And we did a quarter million dollars of work work orders in seven days of doing that it ended up being incredible and inspired us to create what is now united xp wow that's amazing uh, mitch let me just share you know hurricane michael came but mitch came along the way as well with the company <laughs> to to galvanize as you said the community so love the love what you're doing so question here how do you uh, decide to give back to the community or as an entrepreneur you know what challenges or lessons learned you love to share with our audience today you know, I, I think it first started with making sure we understood our purpose and our mission. You know, what what is it we're going to do? What's our what's our mission? And then making sure we achieve that shared understanding so that when we create a team, the team understands what they're doing and why they're why they're doing it. Um, you know, for us, we've always, you know, I, I personally grew up with gaming things, uh, whether it was playing trading card games or uh, playing on a console or a computer game and the community around it, though, was always just incredible. Uh, a lot of great people uh, of all walks of life, of all professions and backgrounds. And, uh, and, and as a veteran, as you know, someone that's deployed a little bit, um, I learned while deployed, gaming was able to connect people in ways that nothing else really could connect. Uh, and it would just help bridge people together uh, in, in ways that were creative. It was fun. It was almost organic and intuitive. And so we were thinking, how do we bridge that, you know? And, and if we were to create this organization focused on that, how could we sustain it? How would we raise money? Um, how would we get stakeholders, you know, interested in it that maybe didn't understand gaming that well? Maybe they weren't gamers, right? Um, and at the end of the day, what we learned 
um, was that what we were becoming was modern anthropologists. We were just simply learning how to communicate to people and how to build modern community. Uh, and so for me, because we focused on people and community, everything else fell into place. And it's so important to invest in communities, especially building, right? I think right now, if we could use anything in America is to build our communities uh, from the ground up. <laughs> and, and sometimes uh, it's needed, but uh, I think that that is a, a wonderful endeavor. So tell us what's on the horizon for United XP. Yeah, thank you. There, there's a lot. Um, you know, so we're working with a couple states right now uh, um, on strategic planning initiatives where we look at things from agriculture to socioeconomic development, um, military and veteran support, um, really across the entire gambit of modern society. And how does gaming and gaming culture apply to that? Um, in our forum today, we're more of a charity consultancy. You know, so we consult with other charities, foundations, um, education uh, organizations, even di school districts, and even Department of Education level, and now statewide strategies to help develop develop more sustainable and culturally relevant strategies that actually drive results. You know, a lot of times some of these strategies um, are more hope-based, but I've always been told hope is not a strategy. You know, you need quantifiable, uh, qualitative reports and, and information to do that. And so we've put together a team of 35 right now everyone from analysts to junior executives to attorneys uh, to put this thing together. So uh, we have some statewide initiatives on the horizon. Um, we have a major activation this year that's pending uh, with a college bowl game uh, partnership. We're excited about potentially announcing soon. Um, and then some veteran support organizations, uh, some VSOs here in the United States. Um, we have a couple cybersecurity initiatives that we have going on. Um, and then hopefully not, but if if there should be a major hurricane this year, expect to see an emergency operations center uh, powered and led by uh, United XP. Amazing stuff there, Mitch. Uh, congratulate you and hats off. Definitely, you know, you're gaming a difference, you know, in the community. So <laughs> uh, I love what you got going on, my man. So let's switch gears a little bit, Mitch. Talk about leadership. Let's do go ahead and share with our audience today. What do you do to continue to galvanize and sharpen your skill sets and your professional life? Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I uh, leadership for me has not always been an easy road. Uh, definitely had some challenges in my life with leadership, uh, but over the course of my life so far, um, I've learned most importantly uh, humility. Uh, Honesty and candor uh, and transparency are, are critical to being able to lead people and inspire them to, to be excited about doing whatever it is you're doing. Um, you know, for me, my goal is to, just to get people excited uh, so that their desire uh, is to do the mission, to do what we're trying to do, which is we're trying to build community. We're trying to build sustainability in our economy. Um, and we're trying to do it in a way that's, that's intrinsic, you know, uh, to people, something that comes naturally to them and to communicate really complex objectives uh, to people and to relate it to them. And so a lot of my time and passion and energy is just hyping people up and get them excited and letting them know how important they are, you know, and building them up. Uh, we see a lot of stuff in, in the news and a lot of, a lot of political division right now uh, that really gets in the way of progress uh, of the humanitarian greater good. Uh, and so to give you guys an example, I think you'll appreciate during the height of, um, some of the, the, the animosities going on with some of our presidential candidates 
Um, I came out and made a public statement saying that we have people on our board and our organization that support both sides and they still get along great, uh, even though they do not share the same opinions whatsoever uh, because they share the same humanitarian good uh, and focus. And, and I think that that is a leadership focus of ours is to make sure we're pursuing the greater good of the community. And that is so important. Uh, if a leader cannot focus on the human aspect of the people they're leading, they have lost sight of what truly can become by leading them. And so I'm glad that you did make that statement <laughs> and because we see it every day, right? We see it even in the armed forces, right? And everybody right. is not all on the same sheet of music in terms of how they live their life. But there's one thing that we do agree on, and it's the mission. And that comes first, and and, and we make sure that that's covered. So great uh, point on leadership. Now, as you was growing in the military, and you were exposed to different leaders. I'm sure that you learned a lot of things uh, and maybe some advice that you got that you said, man, that is the golden key right there. Let me hold on to that, that you would love to share with our audience today. One of the biggest things I learned in the military uh, from one of my leaders was, you know, your ability to influence and lead is not so much about you as an individual as it is your peers and your network, uh, which is a reflection of the fruits of your labor um, and your actions as a person and, and your commitment to building that network. And uh, so one of my mentors really focused on us growing our lateral networks um, early on. You know, I was a second lieutenant and I was like, gosh, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, and concurrent to that, though, I had a junior leader that gave me some bad advice, concurrent to that great advice, and he was more concerned with likership, right, than leadership. Um, and I and I never liked it, and he told me one day, he's like, Mitch, you know, sometimes you're just not very likable. And I was like, what does that mean? You know, and then I had another leader giving me great advice saying, hey, you need to focus on building relationships and building a network, not because you're trying to just network, but because you genuinely want to to meet people and because you want to have a, a genuine network. And he said, someday that network will be what makes you successful as a commander. Uh, um, and I was like, you know, that makes sense to me. So that's the the advice I went with. I went against the likership model. It didn't make me popular sometimes because I was always very honest about our programs um, and about what we needed uh, to ensure people had the resources they needed. Um, so. No, I love it. You spoke about candor and being honest way up front and transparency. It's not about likership, it's about leadership, right? So That's correct. <laughs> definitely love, love that, Mitch, uh, that you shared. Uh, also love to hear from you a memorable leadership aha moment that you love to share with our audience as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite ones, I found myself, um, it was just a difficult situation and i i was trying to figure out what happened and um, again back to this whole transparency honesty thing and what i realized you know when i was having these great open conversations with people and i had stumbled upon a bad situation um and i was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna be committed to making sure that the right thing happens and i stuck with that and i have absolutely no regrets uh, but the aha moment was, this is why it's so important to make sure what you do is the right thing uh, versus the easy thing. You know, hard hard rights over easy wrongs. 
Um, and that and that kept coming up, whether it was equipment maintenance, whether it was stumbling across something where a subordinate was doing something wrong that maybe you really liked them. Maybe they were a great person that you really got along with, but the right thing was to to report it and make sure something happened uh, and the right thing happened. Uh, so those situations happened a couple of times while I was leader and I, it, the aha came to me when it was my right hand man that was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. And uh, it made it very difficult for me um, in the short term, but in the long term, it, it was great. Yeah, always lead regardless of who it is that is on the wrong end of the stick there. And tough situation, it really is. That really does present a struggle, a challenge. Uh, some things are going to change because of your action. And so what are certain strategies that you use when those times come, those times of challenge and change? And even sometimes your seniors, much, much senior to you, wouldn't agree. And as long as I believed in the principle, right, of it and, and, and just making sure that I held my integrity. And uh, you got to have off time. You got to be able to take time to reset, take time to think, uh, to meditate, to make sure that what you're doing is the right thing. Because uh, sometimes in the middle of a situation like that, it's hard, you know, to to maintain focus, to continue to lead, uh, even if it doesn't seem like it's it, it's going well. Uh, you know, if it's the right thing and you're being honest and you and you know what the right thing to do is, stick with it. But you need to find ways to replenish yourself. Uh, you got to get some good sleep. Don't stop exercising. Um, you know, commit commit to your routines, the things that you can manage. Um, and as cheesy as it is, you know, I stuck me personally. I know everyone's got their own beliefs, but I, I kind of stuck with the serenity prayer on this one. Um, I kind of accepted the things I I couldn't change, but the courage to change the things that I could. You know, and then, of course, the wisdom to know the difference and uh, that that very much applied um, throughout my career. And today, you know, um, when I when I encounter difficult situations like that, I have to take a step back instead of talking. Um, I go into listen mode <laughs> uh, and then I make sure that I that what I am going to act on and execute on or make a decision on or revise a policy on that. It really, truly is the right thing. I definitely love, you know, the strategies, the advice, having that clarity is so important before you execute, you know, because if not, you know, things will go awry, then you come, you don't want to be that likership. You want to definitely deal with that leadership and have that integrity. So great advice, great strategies. Love everything you're doing, Mitch. Now for the folks listening in, how do they call you or contact you or find out about United XP Inc.? Sure, I appreciate you asking. Um, so you can check out the website. Uh, we have some on there, a little bit of our team, about half of our team doesn't list itself. We have a lot of Benevity partners that help us too, but you can find us at HTTPS colon slash slash www.uknightedxp.org. Uh, and so that's unitedxp.org. Outstanding. And folks, we're going to have that as part of the show notes and video so you can get a hold of Mitch and United XP. And if you want to get a hold of us at the Leadership Void podcast, the Leadership Void at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. If you have a specific leadership topic you would like Vince and I to cover, that's where you'll send that request. Or if you have a guest speaker that you would like featured on the podcast, you'll send that there as well. Also, we want to thank our sponsors, Triple Nickel, VEI, and Favor for being our wonderful sponsors. But today is all about 
United XP Inc. and Mitch Reed. So Mitch, thank you very much for being on our show and have a great day. Thank you guys for having me. 